I don't know. We're just getting right into it. I don't feel like doing some long intro. You already know where you are. It is Black and Classic Podcast with your host, Brittany Monet. We are going to sit down and just get to it. I feel like our main topics are going to be a little bit long-winded. So we're going to kind of go through our... um pop culture mature segment and then we'll just kind of flow into our topics because there's one topic well two that I really want to get to um so first up y'all Netflix gotta relax I don't know if y'all still have Netflix accounts if you know somebody that has a Netflix account and you use their login I would just let them know that they should just go ahead and get rid of it cancel it don't let them take out any more money because Netflix does this thing right where they raise their prices and then what they'll do is they'll be like oh but wait there's more and then they'll tell us like so and so is dropping a movie or a comedy special and it's literally right after they tell us that they're going to raise the prices and I'm just like Netflix we don't care anymore like I know they did this around the time I want to say it was right before they announced that um, Dave Chappelle was going to be doing like his series on Netflix. I feel like they raised the prices and I think it was like rumored to be like $18. I don't know if that was like their highest um, plan, but like it was going up to $18. So I think the minimum plan went up this time. And then within a week, they were like, Oh, Tyler Perry is going to be bringing back Medea and it's going to be coming in February. Like, okay, so you raised prices in January and now Tyler Perry's coming with some movie with Medea. I just want to let Netflix know right now, um, Medea's not going to get it done. With Dave Chappelle, yes. When Dave Chappelle was like, they were like, oh, he's going to have, I think it was six or seven specials. And he had did that like special where he had went to like a park and he had just basically like run down the events of what had been happening with like Black Lives Matter. So when all of that happened, it was like, oh, yes, we want to tune in for this. We love Dave Chappelle. We want to tune in. But are we tuning in for Medea? Um, I don't know, because it's hit or miss with Medea. Let's be honest, y'all. We love Tyler Perry especially like the old plays it used to be so good but now we're in a day and time where it's gonna be like you know he's gonna have to be talking about like the shade room and like he's gonna have to use all of the like popular slang and like it's going to be so corny that it's gonna be like unbearable when like back with like the Medea plays and all that he didn't really do that like he didn't really he had his own voice I should say he didn't really try to fit Medea into pop culture Medea just was who Medea was so I don't know I just feel like it's going to be really corny and it's going to be I mean granted it could be fantastic um I won't know because I just don't believe that Netflix should raise the prices and then be like oh well here's what you're paying towards so we're paying towards seeing Medea like Tyler Perry has his own studio so he could have just put this out in theaters we didn't we didn't need this on Netflix um especially not for the price increase and the other thing is if we being honest what show have you watched on Netflix that you're like oh it's worth it I'll wait because every time they have a good show it takes like three years for another season to come out it's like and I get it 
2020 happened, COVID happened, so things are delayed. But even before then, I don't know what I was watching on Netflix that I needed to, like, see and or have someone pay for. I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. So I feel like Netflix, nah, we're, we're kind of off Netflix at this point. Now, we're going to move on to something else that I kind of want to talk about. I feel like I talked about before, um, but I don't know. So... I don't know if you guys are familiar with the rapper, um, I think her name is Amaretta. So Amaretta received some backlash because she posted up some pictures of the six, count them, one, two, three, four, five, six tattoos um, of her boyfriend's name who was in prison for 20 years. And a lot of people obviously were like, okay, that's crazy. And I'm not here to talk about amaretta i don't listen it's your body do what you want some people hate tattoos altogether they'll never get one some people like myself love tattoos want to get anyone especially like a significant other get their name tatted but i do love tattoos so listen do what you want with your body but we're just going to talk about this realistically realistically that's a little weird it's a little weird it's a little crazy the reason why i say that is because perfect example I'm a big, 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 big Summer Walker fan. I love Summer Walker. I love how she's just authentically herself. Um, Doesn't really matter who she's around. She's just kind of who she is. I enjoy that. I like people who are authentic. They're not like trying to chase a look or a trend. They're just like, hey, this is me. It is what it is. So prior to her first album, um, I think she had like a single out. But prior to like her first album, like really blowing up prior to being with London, all of that, she was dating this guy who was like a gang member or something. Um, She was living, I do believe she was living in Atlanta and she had gotten something really significant. I don't know if it was his name or like his gang name or something really significant across her chest. And when they broke up, that's what she then, you know, her career started to really take off she went to LA she was working with London yada 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 so she did that and then when she got it covered up now if you I think she got it covered up again but before she got it covered up and she put a cupcake there so if you remember when Summer Walker had that cupcake on her chest that's where she had that whatever I don't know it was some type of significance to her the her boyfriend at the time so when she got it covered up she was like, oh, don't ever do this. This is ridiculous. I'll never get a guy's name tatted on me. What was I thinking? Girls, we got to be better than this. We got to be smarter than this. And fast forward to, I do believe that was last year because this year just started. <laughs> fast forward, didn't she get his name tatted on her face or something? Her new boyfriend or her like old new boyfriend? Isn't it on her face or it's somewhere on her body? She did it again, essentially. And my mind was just blown because I'm like, when will y'all learn that it's not necessary? You know what I mean? Like, it's not necessary for you to feel like getting this person's name tattooed on you is necessary. I know last Saturday we talked about how Simon got Portia's name tattooed on him. You see, Portia didn't do it because, girl, I don't think Portia that crazy. Um, It's just like why do it and if you do do it do it in a way where like you don't have to go like full on like cover up because when you got to go full on cover up then it's like you're just making mistakes after mistakes and like 
I'm someone who loves tattoos, but I hate, 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 hate. I, I despise cover-ups. Like, I have a tattoo on my shoulder, um, on my left side. And it's not the best tattoo. I got it when I was 17. It's not the best tattoo, but I won't get it covered up because it was, it, it, meant, it means something. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not going to get it covered up. But anyways, that's just my hate for cover-ups. But y'all, she has six tattoos and this man is in prison for 20 years and just logically thinking why didn't you stop at one what made you may um okay maybe each year she gets one like that's what she does I don't know girl I don't know I just and then some of them are like big some are small like that's a different type of um yeah that's a different type of I don't even know I can't even relate to that but what I will say is, from a mature standpoint, I don't think it's necessary. Um, I think we do a lot for for our partner, male and female. We do a lot for our partner that's not really necessary. Like when Nick Cannon got Mariah, that huge Mariah tatted across his back. I mm -mm. like if someone came to me, a man, and was like, "I got my name tatted on you," I promise you, I'm not gonna think that's cute. I promise you, I'm going to be. So so completely confused because why why did you do that why did you do that even if we're together until I'm 92 why did you get my name tattooed on you that's I don't know that's a different level like this is my body this is my granted our flesh isn't much you know but like this is mine this is my vessel and uh, no I'm sorry no how do y'all feel about that y'all going out and just getting your significant other tattooed multiple significant others so now your whole track record is tattooed on your body i just i don't know y'all that's a little much for me that's i don't even have advice for that because i can't logically i can't even find the reason why you would need to i don't know that's weird there but you know what we're gonna move on my only thing is if you think about doing it don't period again if you do though get it to where you don't have to cover it up also don't get it six times you know what i mean like well then again i don't even know like i was on tiktok and i'm always on tiktok but there was this boy and someone was like give a tattoo tour which basically means show all your tattoos what's the story behind them I don't know if he was joking I feel like he was joking but like he was being very serious every single tattoo he had was about like an ex or like a friend that he's no longer friends with it was just like every single tattoo was like I got this one with a friend but we fell out two years ago we've never talked again and I got this one because my ex said he loved butterflies so I got a butterfly but we broke up a year ago I got this and it's like why do you treat <laughs> y'all treat tattoos like pill and go stickers like these aren't stickers these are things that actually like have to stay on your body unless you want to get them you know lasered off and burn your skin but I don't know if you think about it, don't. One of the people who has a tattoo that I personally was like, oh, you did it the right way, was Khloe Kardashian. She got L.O. for Lamar Odom. And when they got divorced, she just put V.E. So now it just says love. Like, duh. You know what I mean? Or if you're with your partner and 
you know, y'all get married and y'all are like, oh, let's get matching tattoos. How about you get just an outline of a heart and he gets a heart completely shaded in? There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all got this as matching tattoos, but at the end of the day, you can move on and it could have other meaning, you know, but six tattoos of somebody name and you got it big across your back, on your arm, on your hand, on your elbow, like child, that's, that's just taking it too, <laughs> that's just taking it too far. I'm sorry. Love is love though, right? Mm. Anyways, moving on, moving on for real. Cardi B. Cardi B is set to pay the funeral costs for the Bronx fire victims and I just wanted to quickly touch on this because I felt like that's dope you know what I mean like sometimes people do things and I'm like yeah that's how you do it um I don't think you have to like broadcast it or anything like that I just love that she was just like you know what let me do this for the people of you know where I'm from I like that I don't really have much on that other than saying I like that you know, I think a lot of people, especially someone like Cardi B, love to talk about the jewelry they wear, the Birkin bags, the Chanel, the cars. And then it's like, okay, that's great. But when you put your money to something that's bigger than you, larger than you, I love, love, love that. Because it's you, you show that there's still a human in there as opposed to someone who's like, okay, I got all this money and now I can just do what I want and look how I want. It's like, there's still a human in there who wants to give back to people. Chef's kiss, love that. And I wanted to also mention something, but then I was like, like, I know, um, I don't know if I talked about this last week because y'all, when I talk about things, I completely forget. But I don't know, it just didn't feel necessary because here's the thing. Y'all have got to understand, especially you know, like for me now, I look at like headlines and things because I like to, just, you know, have this little pop culture segment because of course we see it. Like even if you don't keep up with it, you see it because you might be on Instagram, someone may repost it, someone may put it in their story, someone may put it on Facebook, so you see it, you know? Um, it'll be naive to be like, I see none of it. Like, okay, all right, girl. <laughs> Side note, I hate people like that who be like, I see none of it. I never see gossip. I never see any, like girl, okay. Like, who are you following online? come on stop anyways mm -hmm. I want people to understand that these celebrities famous people people um with some notoriety what have you they pay people top dollar to have stories published or buried like these aren't some of these stories aren't stories of like oh this person did this great thing and look how it's being amplified no this person is doing what we like to call damage control so that would be someone <laughs> like Ari um Fletcher who is now you know um what is this guy's name Moneybag Yo's girlfriend we all know she went out on a limb talking real crazy about domestic violence victims and you know how no one cares and girls gotta shut up yada 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 right the clip went viral the thing about Ariana is I'm someone who I love Ariana. Um, again, she's someone who also is just authentically herself. I love that. I love when people are just themselves. So she went viral for this clip and I don't know the full context of it. A lot of times what happened is someone could be talking about something for 20 minutes, but then someone would be recording the whole live, but then they'll get the snippet that sounds crazy and post it right and then that snippet goes crazy but it's like they didn't listen to the full 20 minutes 
but that's how the internet works. So that story went up. She got pulled from her Savage X Fenty campaign, no longer in um, an ambassador, everyone was like, oh my god, that's what Rihanna does, she gets the girls together, cool, whatever. What was funny to me is, while I was doing the research for this, I saw, um, they were like, Ariana Fletcher now giving back to domestic violence victims and all this other stuff, and I'm like, girl, it's, it's too late. Sometimes we gotta realize our mistakes and just be like, it's too late. Put out an apology, right? Put out the apology and just hope that you can move on. Giving back and all of that to me, it's just like corny because it's like you already made the mistake. And I feel like a lot of people, when you have a lot of followers, you have to realize, oh, I can't just say whatever I want to say. As bad as I want to be authentically me, I can't say what I want to say because people are going to chop this up and post whatever they want to post. And now it's a viral moment and it's not the full context or they didn't they don't really understand what I mean and you know whatever but don't do the whole let me now double back and try to do damage control it's so so lame and I hate it um but I also get it because you don't want to lose out on all your endorsements when you can quickly kind of do damage control but with that being said please know that a lot of times if something happens I may not speak on it um, just because I know people are trying to do damage control or they're selling these stories to different media outlets. So the media outlets pick them up or they're trying to go viral. Like I know, I don't know if that was last week or maybe two weeks ago. It was that clip of the two black men being like, we don't like black women and we don't, we hate dark skinned women and I will never date a darkie. Like I'm not going to sh- talk about that because those two men are clearly, clearly, clearly trying to go viral. So Every time someone talks about them, whether it's good or bad, they get money from it. It's revenue. Someone's clicking on them. Someone's going to talk to them. So it's like, why even give that type of stuff attention when you know all they're looking for is attention? And people will be like, oh, if you don't say anything, then they get away with it. No. Whatever you feed grows. So if you feed into that, it grows. If you want it to die, don't feed it. So I'm not going to feed into something that I don't think should grow. But hey, that's just me. If y'all want to sit in comments and yell at people and argue back and forth, do your thing. It just ain't going to be for me. You know what I mean? Side note, I was on TikTok and I had posted something about this girl who was like clearly to me loving her little situation. She was in some little toxic relationship and I was like, she clearly loves this. But when she's ready to go, she'll go. And it had to be like 15 girls just going back and forth. And I just kept putting understand with the heart, understand with the heart, understand with the heart. Perfect. Gotcha, sweetie. Understand with the heart. I don't care. Like, I'm not arguing with no stranger on the Internet about my own opinion. Understand heart. Gotcha. Heart. In my opinion. Okay. Understand heart. Girl, LOL, 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 heart. Like, girl, I, I'm done arguing with people about my opinion. That's never happening. Like, it's just not happening. It's not giving that. Like, no, I'm sorry. You don't like my opinion? Oh, well. Tough. Deal with it, babes. My opinion's my opinion. Thank you, though. Anyways, let's jump into our main topics. Now, hmm, I have one that's a little bit heavy, 
So I might kind of squeeze that in the middle because I don't want to leave on a heavy note. But I will start off, you know, okay, whatever. We're going to start off with Florida. I have always wanted to move to Florida. Why? The weather. No other reason. The weather. Weather, you got the palm trees, you got beaches. I've always just wanted to move to Florida. Um, especially because I'm someone who I want to live where there's palm trees and that's California or Florida. California, expensive. I mean, expensive. You know what I mean? Like, expensive. So, I was like, okay, you know, we'll go to Florida. Florida is a little bit crazy. Now, recently, I'm sure y'all have probably seen this as well. Um, Florida had, like, their first approval of a bill for, like, basically white people can't be shamed, around racism and like things like that so like let's say you're in school or anything like that you can't um you can't blame or guilt white people or you know because of what happened in the past and I found that to be so crazy I'm only gonna talk about this quickly I just want to bring light to it just so just in case if you're like me and you're like I always want to move to Florida don't and don't um I find that so interesting because, hmm, okay, <laughs> you can be prejudiced, um, you can have all type of stereotypes, um, I want to avoid saying racist, you know, biased, I mean, I want to say all the words except racist towards black people, but... If you do it back towards white people in an educational setting or just, you know, out and about, all of a sudden we need a bill passed so we don't shame white people about their white guilt. I don't know. That's just like Texas where they're like trying to get around teaching about slavery and racism because it's like it's no longer a thing. But it is like it's it's a thing. Um, I feel like it's so many ways to look at this. It's a thing, but also I don't, I personally, okay, so this is going to sound crazy, I know, but just, just, just ride with me real quick. I feel like white people know, need to understand and be aware that racism is a thing and black people need to be aware that we aren't slaves though like racism is a thing but we aren't slaves you know what i mean like i again oh my god i spent so much time on tiktok i saw a tiktok of this man he was 106 and i think it was his granddaughter might have been his granddaughter or his daughter i don't know girl but she was you know asking him about obviously you know growing up and he was like well i grew up in the north but like in the south it was really bad but like things haven't changed but also, like, we're not where we used to be. Um, but it's it's just not as, like, vicious. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as vicious. And that's what I want Black people to understand. Like, it's not as vicious. Like, our, our ancestors went through a lot. So we don't have to continuously act like we're going through that. We can continue to, like, kind of grow ourselves and push ourselves forward. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're, we're keeping ourselves on the same level on the same plateau as opposed to pushing ourselves over that and past that so generations after us don't have to continuously be on the same level the same plateau of 
um, that slave mentality, if you follow me. Whereas white people, I feel like white people are just like all over the place. Like they don't really know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and no one's shaming you for white guilt, but you also have to acknowledge that racism did happen, is happening. Now let's, you know, kind of abolish it. You know what I'm saying? But we can't abolish something if we don't acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Like if you, um, this is a wild example, but if you take the shame out of being a child molester, it just doesn't have the same impact if there's no shame to it. If it's like, oh, if you're a child molester, please come to us and, 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 and we'll embrace you. Like, no, that's a shameful thing to do. So you can't take the shame out of something and think that all of a sudden it like negates what you did, you know? But anyways, I just wanted to quickly touch on that just because Florida's a wild place. And I don't know, it just gets wild and wilder and wilder. I'm like, where are we right now? Like, what part of the matrix is this? I don't, I don't even know, y'all. I don't even know. Ooh, I don't know. But I'll visit Florida, but live never, never, never. Uh-uh not happening i will visit though but it's crazy down there it's crazy down there because don't get me wrong i'm pretty sure the trayvon martin shooting happened in florida so he was able to racially profile a black boy with iced tea and skittles and a hoodie because he was cold i don't know he had a hoodie on he could do that but we can't now shame white people it's just ooh, it's a lot i don't know anyways we're gonna move on i'm i don't even want to get into that too deeply we're gonna move on now i know i said on my first episode back for this year i was like you know what we're gonna include black men and hey (laughs) y'all hey black men so i was um like i normally do watching wednesday night bible study with td jakes and all that was what wednesday look at me what was that that was wednesday right okay (laughs) this wednesday the 19th so he basically had a i don't want to say a panel but he had i think it was three other black men on stage and they were just basically talking about um being black men being a father being a son being a brother um all of these things and as they're talking I realize wow not I, I it really hit me like wow okay so there is a need for black women to effectively that's the key word effectively advocate for black men not 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 advocating when it's like we're persecuting you advocating just meaning good bad and different we advocate we root we love we support we encourage black men again not when it's something of being like oh you know they're they're attacking this black man we have to go and save him and be you know, and rescue him and and be by his side. Not in that sense. I mean, yes, in that sense, but not only strictly exclusively in that sense. All around in totality, we are going to advocate, support, uplift, love on black men. I think that is heavily, heavily, 
heavily missing. Also, I don't think we realize just how broken and damaged each side is. That means how broken black men are, how damaged black men are, and how broken black women are, and how damaged black women are. I don't think we realize as each sex, you know, how broken and damaged we are. I think we kind of rationalize our side as a man or as a woman. Um, and then we kind of just, I don't know, we like, not disregard, but we just, we just disconnect from the struggle on the other side. And to kind of go a little further back, I think this was, I don't know if it was 2020 or 2019, um, mm, it might have been, I can't, I, honestly, y'all, I don't got a good memory, so I'm not gonna lie to you, you could look it up. I want to say it was T.D. Jake's Father's Day service where he had talked about the lack of having a black male father figure in the home and what that has done to black men. I don't want to really get deep on this too much. I want to keep it a little bit lighthearted, but that's what he went into. And one of the things that really stuck out for me was that he said black men are a reflection of who they were raised by. So if basically, if a black man was raised by a black woman exclusively, solely, only, he's going to display characteristics of a woman, meaning women are emotional. When we get mad, we act out, we do irrational things. Like, they're going to display those same emotions so not for nothing I mean his breakdown really 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 helped me see it a different way especially with um, emotions and just how to react to relationships and how they view themselves even all of that all of that his breakdown was amazing if you haven't listened to it heard it I suggest you definitely go check it out because it was eye-opening and it was like, oh, okay. And that's just kind of where that one little seed kind of, um, I don't know. It just stuck with me forever and it's grown into something completely different. And I just have a different outlook than I had prior to. But that's not really what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is it's time for us as black women to really give a safe space to men. Um, I don't know when this whole shift happened of being like I hate men and all of, I don't know I don't know where that where or when why that happened I can uh, okay I mean okay let me not go that far I guess I could rationalize or drum up a reason why um but I don't know I don't really get it I'm not on that bandwagon I'll just say that I'm not on that bandwagon I'm not on the I hate men bandwagon I'm not on the I hate black men bandwagon that's not my thing because again like I said um what you feed will grow so especially with algorithms and things like that if you are constantly following or keeping up with women who by large 
have that same viewpoint of men are trash, hate black women, all, I mean, black women hate black men, black women too, child, listen, okay, um, then you will draw that to you, you know, your algorithm will show you memes of women who also kind of like the same thing, if you're on TikTok, it'll show you videos and, and, and sound bites of people kind of saying the same thing, so if that's what your outlook is or something that you engage with, then that's what you will get back, so I feel like we have to... Especially as I approach 30, I think it's important to fight that and change the narrative. And that now ties all the way back into Wednesday night because as these four men, including T.D. Jakes, um, as these men sat on stage and shared their story, shared where the, you know, um, where they've been and what type of homes they, you know, grew up in and all of that, I was just like, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. I think a lot of us get it confused when we interact. Okay, first of all, first, 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 before I get into all of this, you cannot save a person that does not want to be helped. If this person does not want to be helped or does not want to acknowledge what's going on with them, you cannot help them, especially if you are not a therapist. Please do not, especially as a black woman, please do not take this as me saying we need to help someone who actually needs professional help if this person actually needs most of us all of us 100% of us need professional help so we can't we cannot try to be the person who fills the void of professional help that is not our role unless we went to school for that we practice for that we trained for that we got the degree for that if you ain't doing none of that that's not your role, babes. You don't got to do that. You are nobody superhero. Take off the cape. That's not what I'm asking you to do. What I'm asking you to do is to give space to black men. To give space to black men. So that they can be vulnerable. Okay? So that you can acknowledge that, hey, this man has been broken. Has been damaged. And he's probably needing help. I don't have to be the person that he feels he needs to run from. I can be the person that he runs to when he knows he needs that space, when he knows he needs that help, when he knows he needs that encouragement, where he needs that love. I can be the space he runs to and not away from. That's what I'm asking. Not asking you to be the superhero. <laughs> I'm just asking you to give them space, give them grace to grow. Because while I was listening to this, there were some few points that I um I brought up. Um, well not brought up, but I wrote down, I guess you will, right? So one thing is that a lot of black men, like speaking of help, a lot of black men just, just want help. You know what I mean? They just want help. Help in all areas. It's not about to me. I don't believe if you're a black man listening, chime in, let me know. I don't think it's about needing help in the, um, in the sense of like, well, okay. See, cause some people do, I hate being my own like personal, like, uh, 
argument person because I, I'm someone who can see all sides. So it's hard for me to say one point when I can see all sides. It, that's just, that's just who I am. I should have been on like a debate team. Um, some men do need help and we need to be the people that they can get help from. You know what I mean? Or point them in a direction of where they can get help. You know what I mean? Because we weren't the only ones as as black women. We weren't the only ones who were raised in, you know, broken homes and, 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 you know, single parent households and all of those things. It just, it just wasn't us. I think, I feel like we get so absorbed in just thinking like we dealt with that. Like, no, we have brothers and cousins and uncles and fathers who also dealt with the same thing like just how we're trying to navigate it um they are too the only difference is the biggest difference the glaring difference is that women black women we were given the space to be vulnerable to cry it out to be emotional about it black men weren't black men were like oh if you cry about it or if you complain about it or anything like that you're not tough you're not a man men don't cry so they weren't given the space to be vulnerable to let that out so they're combating and dealing with being a grown man who's macho, who's masculine. We want a protector. We want a provider. But at the same time, they have unresolved issues of the little boy who was hurt, who wanted someone, you know, at their basketball game, who wanted someone at their baseball game, who wanted someone at their track meet, who wanted someone at their football game. They're still dealing with that. They're still dealing with, you know, wanting to ask their dad like one of the men said he was I think he said he was in high school I believe and he had some some type of I don't know some type of event basically and he had to wear a tie and they were like usually he said when he had to wear a tie for these events he would wear clip-ons but this was a specific event they gave them a specific tie said you have to wear this tie and he had no man to go to to show him how to tie the tie and think, this was the age before we had YouTube and you can just go online and Google it and be like, how to tie a tie, Google it, bam. This was before that. So he had no one to be like, hey, here's how you tie a tie. Not a grandfather, not an uncle. So he said he, when he showed up to the event, he said he um, went to the bathroom and he said he just broke down crying because he was just like, why don't I have someone to show me this? Like, why, why don't I have someone to show me how to tie my tie? So he said he figured it out and he just kind of bottled, bottled it up and that unresolved issue turned into anger it turned into um rage it, it just turned into every negative emotion because again the help thing some black men don't know how to ask for help or they don't feel like they need to have help because they're supposed to be strong they're supposed to be alpha they're supposed to be masculine they're supposed to be provider and i feel like there's a certain level of masculinity with a man that can be emotionally intelligent and be vulnerable but again we have to give them space to do so in an effective way you know what i mean and and i feel like you know, grown men should cry. You should be tapped into your emotions. You should know how to. One thing that T.D. Jakes did say is a lot of black men don't know how to love. And I think a lot of black men don't know how to love. Now, granted, I I can't speak for them, but I just like they don't because they don't know who they are. 
You know what I mean? I think a lot of them are taking bits and pieces, just like just like black women. We're taking bits and pieces of what we've seen. You know what I mean? And and we try to emulate it and package it up and say, yeah, I'm a man. And it's like, are you though? Because I don't know, certain certain behaviors aren't really, they aren't really clicking. And if you don't know who you are, you aren't going to be able to love properly. Um, especially if you've never been given the space to love freely, to give your all, to just let your guard down and not have to feel like you have to embrace this super macho I'm a tough guy I can carry the world on my shoulders and 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 and, you know face the world it's it's un it's unrealistic and I feel like a lot of men like T.D. Jake said um a lot of black men hide behind that masculinity like that's their that's their armor you know what I mean? And without that, what do they have? Without that identity of being super macho, super masculine, what do they have? Some men think they are nothing without that whole persona of being super hard. Like the men who will be like, oh, I never cry. I've never cried. I don't cry. I, to me, that's a red flag because you have something bottled up that is a ticking time bomb. And like I said, I'm not professional help. So I don't want no part of that, sir. I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best. But all I can give you is advice and not seek professional help. Because if you've never cried or you've never let out emotions, you've been to funerals, you've been in and out of relationship, you've lost friends and you just never cried because you don't think that's masculine or you can just move on and carry it up. No, 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 (laughs) just no. You need to release that. You do. And another thing that, um, another thing that T.D. Jake said is you can't, um, you can't find your heart, um, if you can't give your heart. So basically, like, you can't find love if you can't give love. And that's, that's true on both sides. A lot of us don't know how to effectively give love, be love, rest in love. So we we can't find that. You can't find what you don't know how to be. You know what I'm saying? And that there's that disconnect. There's that disconnect. And I think throughout this year, I probably will reference that a lot. So get ready. I probably will reference that a lot because that is such a glaring thing. For both sides. When I say both sides, I mean black women and black men. I hope you're following along. Um, Also for a lot of us, I always talk about communication. A lot of us don't know how to communicate our emotions. I'm someone who, if you can't communicate your emotions or put words to how you're feeling, I don't know. It's just, it just, I will try to like, again, be space for you so you can feel like you can talk to me about stuff I always say that quite often um especially like on my Facebook I say like if you're a black man and you need someone to talk to or you need someone to vent to just just contact me it's no shade don't you don't gotta feel like I'm gonna go around telling your business because I don't that's not my thing so just just talk to me or 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 whatever because 
not being able to put like td said put language to your emotions it's so crippling it's so crippling and i realize that personally on a personal personal level i realize how crippling that is now i'm able to i've said this in the past let my emotions flow realize it's just an emotion so it's going to come and it's going to go but also be able to name my emotion all of your emotions can't be i'm angry i'm mad i'm angry i'm mad i'm pissed off i'm angry i'm that can't be your emotion for everything there's sad there's terrified there's excited there's um i don't know there's just so many there's happy there's you know content there's all of these different words that can just describe how you're feeling other than mad and angry and 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 a lot of you obviously didn't have the space whether it's your upbringing or not you didn't have the space and also it's a lot of like was mentioned in this on Wednesday night black men need the little things they need the small things that show I think a lot of us want think especially black women we think it's the big things if I give him a kid if you know, I get him to settle down with just me if I like cook dinner. Like, okay, that's cool or whatever. But it's the it's the small, 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 small things that I think we overlook because again, we haven't had it ourselves. One of my biggest things, if I'm dealing with someone in a relationship, whatever, one of my biggest things is to always check in with you. How are you? Is everything okay? What happened today that you just, oh my God. You know, they like really tap into you on a personal level. You know what I mean? And I'm not here to, even though I'm someone who loves (laughs) to do the advice thing, that's not my goal. My goal isn't for me to because I'm not I'm not another black man I can't relate to your struggle but what I can do is let you know that you're not in the struggle alone and let you know that you can voice it because sometimes just saying it takes it off you you know what I mean sometimes just being vocal about it again that's how you want to put language to your emotions when you're be when you're able to just be vocal and to just say what you feel that in and of itself is such a relief but we have to be able to allow space for each other a lot of us aren't allowing space for each other we're just kind of thumbling and bumbling around I don't know if that's a saying but that's what I say we're just kind of knocking about and we I don't know I don't know I just think I think we're in a tough place, but I do think we can come out of it. I think I see a lot of people becoming, especially now that um, we realize that therapy isn't a bad thing. I think a lot of people are coming out of that. And I love, 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 love that for us. I love that therapy is no longer this taboo. No one can go. That's if you're if you go to therapy, you're crazy. I'm glad that we're coming. We're coming out of that because. 
the only way to get to better is to really tap in and to be really emotionally intelligent and to realize that being masculine, being macho doesn't mean that you aren't vulnerable and you don't cry and you, you know what I mean? You have these weird notions about um, love and life and raising kids and all of those things. Like there's no way for a man, um, and I say man just in the form of anatomy, not man as in like quote unquote being a man but you know to raise another young boy effectively if he's never healed I just don't I don't think it's possible I honestly don't um that's why like if I was even involved with someone on a serious serious level I do believe that I would need for him to be in therapy, whether he goes once a month, (laughs) whether he goes twice a month, whether he goes once a week. I don't know, girl. He will have to figure it out. Whether he goes virtually, he does talk space, he texts them once a week, every, you know, Saturday, he hit up his therapist. I don't know, but he's going to have to do it and he's going to be comfortable with it and know that that's okay because you need to be emotionally sound to raise a child. You need to be healed to raise a child and obviously as life grows and as we change and as we evolve we're never completely healed but we can't let the unresolved child part of us rule our adulthood a lot of us are letting the inner child in us rule who we are as an adult and that is terrifying I did it for so long until I realized wait that's not me. That's not me as my 20-something self reacting to this situation. That's, you know, my 8, 9, 10, 11, whatever self reacting to this situation. She can't react to a situation when I'm a whole, I'm a whole adult out here. She can't keep reacting. So, side note, I had to realize that other people are operating that same way like they're going through situations and their child is reacting to the current situation and they're not that's what I mean when I say healed you need to know that she he doesn't have to react your childhood doesn't have to react a lot of people carry anger because that child is reacting I know I've said this before, but you have to be able to, as an adult, again, with emotional intelligence, you have to be able to go to your little self, your little person, and hug her, hug him, and say, I got this. I know back then, I didn't have it or I didn't know what to do, but I'm emotionally equipped today to handle this. Okay, I'm aware enough to handle this and to know how to handle this. I don't have to react how you feel inside of me I don't have to react out of that you may get triggered you know what I mean you may want to come up but I got this as an adult I got this you know what I mean and and, and until people kind of get that part that just that little piece raising a kid is going to be hard because you're going to be raising a kid reacting from your own child it's that's let me tell you and then you'd be wondering how people be like off as parents because they're not parents they're a person of a certain age reacting as a child so a child is raising a child no matter the age because they haven't really got there mentally but you know what 
said all, I said a lot. I said a lot. Thank y'all for rocking with me through that whole segment. I know that was a lot, but I just feel like we got to get to a place where we allow space for each other to know that we're all figuring this out. And although I may have went through X, Y, and Z, you also did. And I don't have to think because you're a man, you don't come with the same type of trauma and baggage. I don't have to think that because I know you do. And I want to give you space to know that I know and I'm here for you and whatever you need. But if you need like professional help, you might want to go, you might want to go, you know, talk to a lady about that. You feel me? But moving on because we're going we're gonna to end on a light note. Oh, talking about this after talking about black men and advocating for black men and all this is really petty, but whatever. These are the petty reasons I choose not to date. And mm, so this all came up. Let me tell y'all the backstory, right? And then we're going to get out of here because I've been talking for way too long. I was driving on the highway and I seen a car that now, if you don't know, I wear glasses, um, so from afar I was like there's something on this car but I couldn't really see so as I was getting closer to the vehicle I realized they had an astronomical amount of bumper stickers on the back of their car and I just immediately my body just like I know on TikTok they call it the ick but that's what it was it was like this icky feeling of why would you do that you know what I mean like why would you put all them bumper stickers on your car I don't even get it you know so it and this is this is where my mind went I immediately was like I would never date a man if he pulled up I promise you if he pulled up and his car was littered with bumper stickers or the bumper stickers that go and they put them on like their um their like rear window you know what I'm talking about? Like, not the driver's side window, but, like, the rear window. When they be having stickers on that window, too. Mm. Or when they allow kids to put stickers on their window. That's another story. But anyways, bumper stickers. A man with bumper stickers on his car, not dating you. I know. Ooh, I know, y'all. That's petty, right? I'm just... I don't know. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because to me it's like you can't even take care of your car and to like I'm a woman and I take care of my car you know what I'm saying like it may not be the cleanest of clean but you're never gonna get in my car and be like oh my god her car's so dirty you're never because I love my car to look decently clean you know what I'm saying now is it like extremely vacuumed out detailed probably not in the winter just because it'd be too cold for that but summertime Oh, yeah. Summertime, car is spotless. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm someone who, I hand wash my car in the summertime. I'm talking wax, all that. Tires, getting it clean. Windows, inside, out. I have, like, special wipes to, like, wipe down certain stuff. Yeah, like, that girl. You know what I'm saying? I've been about, been that way about every car I had. So, to me, if you right if you let your car get dirty inside be dirty bumper stickers it's not for me it's a no-go it's a no-go because you don't even care about your car I do you know what I'm saying like that that little thing will call a tip I already know because because here's here's how I know right um you're going to literally get a new bumper sticker 
Hold on. You're going to get a new bumper sticker and you're going to want to be like, babe, uh, where should I put this one? Or, oh, I need to get this bumper sticker and I'm going to, how am I react? How am I react? And I, I already know I hate the other 27 you got on there. How am I react? I wish I could see me right now. Jaw to the floor. I don't know what you would want me to say. Because at that point, now my real feelings going to come out and be like, I think you, we probably got enough. Why don't you start a scrapbook? Because <laughs> not for nothing on your car, babes. No. And that's a petty reason why I want to date you. If you show up at any point or if I go on your Instagram and I see your car or it's summertime and your car is dirty, no, that's a no for me. That's a no for me. And that's petty, right? I know it is. I have so many petty reasons. I don't know if I should give them all to y'all because I know y'all going to be like, this girl is crazy. And I am. And is. And is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's certain things. And and actually, let me just say this. What's crazy about it is I was watching, I'm, I'm a huge, like, person um, on, uh, what is it called? Um, like, vlogs and, like, things like that. So, I'm gonna make this real quick, then I'm gonna go. This girl was like, her husband gets on her because she's someone who loves things to look aesthetically pleasing and I realized that's me I'm someone who loves things from a to z to be aesthetically pleasing so if it looks off or like just not the way visually I sh would like it then I get turned off and that's everything the way you eat the way you chew the way you breathe the way your car looks the way your haircut is the way you hold your pencil the way people hold pencils if they hold their pen like especially left-handed people when y'all grip y'all pencil and like you make like a claw shape oh hate it hate it the way you eat ice cream girl anything if it don't look good i don't like it period <laughs> but you know what i'm gonna go because i already know y'all gonna be like this girl is off and i am but oh well at least i recognize and i can communicate that and i know not to put myself in a situation where i'm not gonna like it but anyways with that being said, thank you for rocking with me this whole episode. I know I talked y'all ear off, but oh well, it is what it is. If it's too long, come back, push pause. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I don't know. I'll talk to y'all next Saturday. Promise it won't be as long. And yeah, share this with a friend. All right. Bye.